Welcome to the Medicaid Me Podcast. We have extended our app into a media platform that highlights who we are. With informative guests and a focus on industry breakthroughs, our goal is to educate and bring awareness to the many present and future medical evolutionary breakthroughs in our world. Stay tuned. Hey, thank you for joining the Medicaid Me podcast. We are, uh, this is our second podcast, actually. Uh, we are starting to get this thing going off the ground. Uh, we hope you really enjoyed the last podcast with Misty Murray. Uh, she definitely had some crazy stories. I was not prepared for what she what she had in store. Um, but uh, we, we have since been in contact with some uh, other people recently, actually, uh, to, to help her out with some other recipes that hopefully um, uh, her daughter will actually like. So um, tune in for some updates on that. Read the other day, actually, that New Hampshire finally just de- decriminalized some, some small amounts of, of cannabis, which is awesome. So good for New Hampshire for doing that. Um, and, uh, I guess, uh, Massachusetts is passing a law now that, uh, if you, you cannot be fired if you are a medical cannabis user, uh, from your job, which is great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're all moving in the right direction despite the, the pushback now from the current administration. Uh, but I think, uh, we're going to really win in the end. Uh, I think the smarter people will prevail in, in this, uh, this case. Uh, but uh, without further ado, I would like to uh, welcome our next guest, George, uh, to the Good podcast. evening. Good evening. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, George is actually joining us uh, today. He is an advocate for cannabis, and he actually uses it to um, help his chronic pain uh, rather than using opioids. And as we have seen in the most recent news, and if you have been paying attention in the last, oh God, decades... A couple of decades, um, you know that there's been an opiate epidemic on our on our hands. So, thank you, George, for joining us. No problem. Um, so, I guess um, so. You you suffer from chronic pain. Um, I I guess that can be a broad broad thing. Uh, I guess can you go ahead and just get into what what happened? Yeah, uh, I suffer from chronic pain in my left ankle, about halfway up my calf. Uh, 2009 was in a work injury. Temporary wooden stairs collapsed. I fell down like 20 feet onto the next run of stairs, and it shattered my talus bone in half. Wow. Which split it in half, and then one half was like, you know, in my boot. The other half was out the other side in my boot. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a rough day. Wow. Okay, so uh, you, I guess you, work in con- you worked in construction at the time? Yeah, we were doing miscellaneous, miscellaneous steel erection. Like okay. canopies, stairwells, you know. Right, and it, was this like a temporary stairwell that was built for yeah, for were, you guys to use? And yes, it was a temporary wooden stairs put up, and uh, just happened that day they collapsed on us. Oh my god! Okay, so uh, I guess did you have to have sort of massive reconstruction back to your? Yeah, it happened first thing in the morning as we were loading up all the tools up to the fourth floor, and it was you know on the fourth floor that the stairs collapsed, and uh, you know after it happened, you know the neck the stairs that collapsed. You know, I went down like free fall. The other stairs landed on top of me. So as they pulled the stairs off, I re- you know, automatically knew that, you know, my foot wasn't attached really to my leg anymore. Right, yeah. Skin was the only thing holding it. So, and the boot. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So now, of course, now you're at the hospital and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, your leg is in pieces. It took us like, you know, the other my other worker that was working with me, I, I sent him off to find a GC on the job site to at least, you know, call an ambulance. So wow. he couldn't find one. So eventually I was like, I had two big guys, electricians, you know, shoulder to shoulder, walk me to my dump truck with my guy. I drove myself to the hospital. Oh my God. How did you drive yourself? Oh, uh, I had him shift and I was just working. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had no choice. It, it was, it was, oh my goodness. It was a screwed up day. Let me tell you that. Wow. First I don't mean to laugh, but I'm sorry. It's just, nah, I nah, can, believe I'm just like, how did you try? How did you drive a dump truck? Oh, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh my goodness. Well, yes. Yeah. Of course. Luckily it was, you know, the hospital was only, you know, 10 minutes down the road. So we got lucky. So I ended up going to the hospital, you know, got admitted. They wheelchaired me in, got me admitted, uh, took me right back, took x-rays. So they brought me back, you know, they started, you know, juicing me up with the, well, the morphine, this and that. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I can assume. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm laying there and the lady starts, you know, the nurse starts cutting off my boot. And as soon as she cuts off all the laces and the tongue, she slips my boot off. And it was just like somebody poured like a gallon of blood out of my boot. Oh. And you could just see the bones like hanging. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. So obviously, uh, do you have anything artificial going on in there, or did, were they actually able to re, 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 basically put everything back together? See, with your talus bone, you actually have blood supply through it, like veins, and it's not like a knee or a hip where they can replace it with plastic or metal. Oh, wow. So like if, like if your femur yeah. gets shattered, you can pr- replace it yes. with a rod. Okay, yes, but yes. this... No, there's nothing for that except either you know, losing your ankle... To the point if it's, you know, that bad of an injury. Mine was close. Close. But the bones were still pretty much split in half. You know, one half, the other half. He put it together, screwed it back together. And then that was it. It was a nine-hour surgery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So you, uh, once you got out of the hospital, obviously, um, you know, there was probably a very long road to recovery. Yeah. I can only assume in something like that. I mean, I had, I had a... Uh, broke my oblique scaphoid bone in my in my wrist, and that was one hell of a recovery because there was a month I literally had to just sit with my arm elevated above my head because it, it seriously once I put it down it was blood would just rush right to it you know and, and it would start throbbing so I can only imagine something what you went through what sort of recovery that took uh, the first year the first day it happened you know I had surgery that morning or yeah that night actually and then. Uh, through the first year, I had four surgeries. So once I would be able to get up on crutches and like move around, I would get another surgery and put me down. You know, wow. Put me down, do the same thing. Will- four years of physical therapy, I gained no movement, no motions, no nothing. So they just totally stopped and you know that was it. And just what were the four surgeries for? Like the first time, they, it's like they the had first to do time- it in stages, or they just didn't do a very good job. See, I don't know. Okay, you know, it was to the point where they were trying different methods to get more movement out of my foot. Like, cause I have it fused, so I can't. I don't have no side to side motion. I still have a little bit of up and down. The first surgery after the initial, you know, accident happened, they uh, tried lengthening my Achilles. Yeah, they lengthened it and still did nothing. So that took like three to four months of you know physical therapy and learning how to walk again and this and that. So finally did that, and the next one, they actually cut me across the top of my foot. And try to uh, scrape out a lot of scar tissue from when they were in there the first time. Right. Oh, Jesus. That didn't do nothing. And then, uh, you know, it was just physical therapy from that on that. And then I had a couple other procedures that we'll get into. Sounds like almost like a, like a trial and error basis is what they were. Yeah, pincushion, I call trying it. Trying to. Yeah. Excuse me. Wow. Um, 
So, I mean, when you got out, what, what kind of stuff did they give you for the pain? Well, you know, automatically, once you're in the hospital, it's always morphine. That's morphine, what I had. I didn't agree. Morphine didn't agree with me. So, it, it went right to Demerol. Sick. You know, makes me sick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nauseous. And they also, oh, you went right, because you couldn't have morphine, so they, Demerol. Yeah. Wow. They knew. Okay. Uh, oxys. So, uh, you, left, you left with Oxys. Yes. How long were you in the hospital for? The first was almost two weeks. When the initial accident happened. Right. Okay. Then, so then they were just... And then the other surgeries were like three days, then go home. So when you were there, it was, it was Demerol because they found out that morphine made you sick. Yeah. So they switched to the Demerol. So you were on Demerol for two, um, you know, we'll just say... Two weeks, yeah. Two, about two weeks. Yeah. And then once you released, then they decided the to switch oxys. to oxys. Yeah. Okay. So they go ahead went and... And did you uh, take them? Only for that one prescription. Like I've, you know, stories and friends have, you know, died and, you know, became junkies and all the rest and... Uh, once the script was done, it was done with them, you know, that was it. And then they started the Percocet, the low-dose Percocet. Okay, so they okay, so they gave you Oxys, and then once that... Yeah, once that okay. script from the, from the mm-hmm. hospital, no more. Okay. It wasn't messed with them. And were you allowed to refill that, though? Yeah, yeah, but I told my pain, you know, because once they send you home, they need to start you with a pain management guy. So the pain management guy was the only guy that prescribed the pain. Do you remember how many refills you had on that first initial Oxy? No, just the one right out of the hospital. That, just the one. That was it. And then, because I, was, you know, no. What I'm saying is, you know, they gave you that, okay, yes. and then you finished it. Yeah. Were you able to after you finished it go and get a refill of that? Yeah, if I wanted to, you're like, yeah. And then if it you finished for, that, it was for you know, a couple months. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah, so they you, wanted to keep me on the oxys. Okay, you know? so you basically had a, a few refills. My choice was like no, like yeah. three, but yeah. but they gave four. you four refills. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how many pills are on a bottle? Like 30 or something like that? Sorry. I, I, no, I think it was 60 at the time. 60. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so 60 and then times four, basically. It was four times a day as needed or right. need to take more, you take more. Okay. And so you just you were done and then they gave yeah. you the Percocets and where did you take the Perks? Yes, for seven and a half years. Seven and a half years, okay. Yeah. Um, did you find yourself... It did more damage to the rest of me than my, you know, to help me for my leg, definitely. Rotted my teeth out. The Percocets. Oh yeah, yeah. How did? Wow. Okay, I'm not aware of that. That's side one of the side effects for that long years. So, you know, you see people that are on pills, you know. Right. Yeah. Rotted teeth. Okay. It definitely takes toll on me. Wow, I, I had no idea that Percocets. You know, uh, I guess. Uh, is it Percocets alone, or or just sort of any any? Nah, it was just seems, that. Seems like a pain, like. Yeah, wow. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, I guess you you didn't get uh, physically... No, nah, never. ...dependent nah, on them. Nah, uh, I was I, never, like, you know... I hate to say it, but, like, my mentality, like, you know what I mean? I wasn't letting myself get there. And so from this accident, I mean, has it... I mean, I've seen... I've never seen you walk without your cane. It changed my life, no doubt. It was a life changer that morning. You know, never run again. No ah, full speed, no but, run. But my man could play some drums, though. Yeah, well, the, the, other, the other side, the other leg works, yeah. No, but that's still yeah, awesome, though. You can still play. Yeah, and I've been playing all my life. Man. Yeah, and you can you can still play drums like a motherfucker. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, seriously. It. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, that's something that you didn't lose because I'm yeah. sure that probably would have really... No, I'm blessed I'm still here. It could have been a lot worse that day. Yeah, no. There's no. only a four-foot landing that, you know, on to the next... 30 feet down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm still glad I got to wake up and 
next day and I'm still alive and my kids and wife and all that. Yeah, I mean, you always can be worse. You know what I mean? Walking exactly, and I think a lot of a lot of people sort of lose sight of that. And it's, and it's tough. I yeah. get it. You know, there's there's days that I completely forget about that and then realize I'm it shook the household. You know what I mean? Changed everybody's life for a good year, easy year, and after that, you know. Yeah, and now I guess were you always a cannabis user or yeah, off and on as a kid? You off, know what I mean, off and on growing up, and so obviously. Who hasn't? Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> did you did you notice? I mean, were you were you getting starting to get sick from from the Percocets? It just it, obviously it's taking it a never toll made on me on like, your liver for taking that. For oh yeah, years. like I luckily so far nothing because every month you know I would get prescribed. I would I would have to take a you know a urine test so, to make sure you know my levels were this and that. Yeah, so almost eight years, seven and a half. I'm just trying to figure out how many pills that is. It was ninety pills in a bottle each script once a month. Ninety. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't sit here and uh, I will not try to crunch that number. We're not we, mathematicians. We, we, I, I, uh, I'm, I just know it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's bad. I'll, it's a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll find out and I'll actually put the actual number up. Yeah, Let me just actually write that down real 90 quick. Ninety times twelve. Times twelve, then t- then times that. Three hundred. Yeah, twelve times. Then. Well, ninety times twelve, and then t- then times that by seven. Seven years after that. So you save and a half. So we'll we'll do that later, and I'll actually put that number up. Yeah, for, it's for only people been eight, but nine, I mean, that's, eight nine months since I stopped pills. And when did you actually notice the the tooth decay or the? Oh, like five five years in. Okay. Like you could tell, like you know, you'd bite something, your teeth would just break. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bad. And it's it's definitely contributed to Oh, the, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yes. And that's definitely one of the... Is that an actual straight-up side yeah, effect? Yeah, it's, that it's, say, it's that out there. That percocets? Like, if you take these for a long time, it's... Well, it's some people. It's the liver. You know, it's all different side effects, you know. Just right. Just like some with people, any medication, some people don't get it, some people do get it. Exactly, it exactly. happened to me. That's exactly. the only thing it really did to me. Wow. Wow. That's, so far. That's amazing. I just... I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm still just blown away by that. I've never heard of, of oh, that yeah. happening. I've just heard of people just being... <laughs> Addicted, phys- and then physically and mentally addicted yeah, to, no. uh, you know, the opiates and stuff like Thank that. Thank God, I never got like that. I mean, it, we have such a crisis on our hands. It's it seems like it's, it's disgusting. The worst ever, and at a, such a time. And they keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Right, and that just reminds me of a of a Method Man line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but you, it, it it's amazing to me. And, and so sad at this same time to see see this in this day and age. How many people are are, are straight hooked? And and now, who purposely makes a synthetic opiate? You think it's going to be less addictive? No, it becomes more addictive. And then it's harder for these people to get off of these. And Narcan won't work on these people either if they're having an overdose on a synthetic drug. Narcan doesn't work on that. Narcan works on the. The actual true opiate derived stuff. If you're overdosing on a heroin that's straight up from poppy, like a real legit yeah. heroin, it'll do or, or oxys that yeah, exactly. Like the junk oxy. they're buying on the street, right? But the synthetic heroin that's out there, it's everything's becoming tougher and harder, and it seems like it's being purposely made to just keep these people down. Yeah, and, and it's such an odd thing, you know. It's a weird thing to say because it sounds really conspiracy theory, and but it's, I don't know. It's it's really hard for me to sit here and, and think about. No, it just can't be people wanting this life. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. And I, I just 
yeah, I just know that it's it's so easy, and there's so many people that know that they can make a lot of money off of it in the streets, and then they yeah, they, they, yeah, they sell it. Personal, you know, from taking them all these years, being prescribed, like, I don't know, they're disgusting. You know, it, it did something for my leg. It maybe took an edge off, but they just don't give it to people. I mean, I we. I mean, I know I've I've had some people on the podcast that have been successful with painkillers, and they 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 don't they're not on them anymore. They worked for when they had you yep. know their pain, and that was it, and that was great. But that's not that's a very very small percentage of people that that it's happens. It's a band aid. It's a band aid. Exactly, and that's what we're really kind of known for as humans is trying to make these band aids for a lot of things. You know, uh, with a, with a pothole. You know, coming seriously, coming down to a pothole in the city, you know, I'll be riding my bicycle down the street and I'll see a hole in the street. Okay. The next day I'll ride by, somebody literally shoves trash in it mm-hmm. and, and, and whatever else they think could fill the hole. I'm, so you're going to shove trash in there, right? You know, it doesn't, it, you know, it's just like these, doesn't make any sense. I've seen yeah. people throw trash down the sewers because they just want to get rid of the trash out of their car or this little plastic bag full of trash and so they shove it down the, the sewer on the corner and you're like that doesn't make any sense man yeah sewers and for trash cans sewer. like 10 feet away right exactly or they don't want to just keep it and it's then 10 feet away, it, away yeah. home. it's 10 feet away um yeah I, I i it's it's again amazing to me i that we have are letting this seemingly letting this epidemic happen and yet still have people in office like jeff sessions fighting with this 1930s mentality that there's this war on cannabis now and then he's going to just start fucking with people's the all the states you know he's going to start messing with all the states stuff and i just don't think he's going to succeed honestly no definitely not no, no, no. Mm-hmm. because now you're having more and more people step up and say no you're not going to touch anything if you somebody know. was serious as him you know talking he would have did it by now no, he, he can't. There's nothing to stop him. He, from not doing he can't it. do it himself alone. No, no. You know what I mean? It, Nobody's going to back him. Three guys, no. maybe. You know, it's the it, same mentality. We, yeah, I mean, we can't. Do it. We saw that with uh, a gentleman by the name of William Randolph Hearst back in the day, mm-hmm. right? You know, he's the one who had the paper company who, yeah. who, was, who started all this bullshit, mm-hmm. seemingly. Uh, I'm sure with a few other uh, cronies under his under oh, his course. wing. There's never one but guy I, by himself. I think he's the essentially the one who sort of initiated this whole entire war, you know, in propaganda and and lies. And yep. I think he I think he might even be the one who was partly in uh, creating the word marijuana, which is not a real word. It's a racist term, essentially, yeah. if you look at it. But now, unfortunately, you know, we all these states are calling everything medical marijuana. You know, oh, we have his medical marijuana law. I get it. We're we're used to it. I'm not trying to yell at people and say it's cannabis, but we should. Yeah. If you want to change it, we need to do that. We need to start having the states say we have a medical cannabis program because cannabis is true. That's a true word. I believe that's like a genome or a uh, you know, it's a, it's it's a particular plant. Yeah, you know, that's where it comes from. You yep. know, it's cannabis. You know, maybe the word "amazing" isn't the right word, but it's it is kind of amazing to see how much fight is it is it is pushed against a plant, and but yet still watching all these people die every day and overdosing. I know. Looking looking at what we have on the train tracks, you know, in Philadelphia, <laughs> what what Massachusetts is dealing with, what Rhode Island is dealing with, people up in upstate Maine are dealing with, you know, in Arkansas, every state 
has an opiate problem. I don't think there is one Not state everywhere. out there that doesn't everywhere. have it. You can go and Google the actual map, and what they've somebody has done is they filled each state in with the uh, like pills where it's the most right, and uh, so obviously yeah. the most dense of pills in there. And as big as California is, I mean, you should see some of these states that are just so, almost a solid color of, oh, of pill because that's it's bad. just if it's solid, that's you know, that's bad. You know, it's that's where we need to focus. That's where the if you want to call a war on drugs, even though I think everything should just be legal, no matter what, you making your own decisions for one. But you know, in a lot of other countries, unfortunately, America is not of <laughs> these other countries. Yeah. But where these other countries have actually legalized, legalized everything, they've actually seen a dramatic decrease. Yes, of course. In overdoses, they've seen a dramatic decrease. And people even using the, the drug, they're just like, oh, okay, it's legal. Yeah. So it's almost like people have like lost the fun of... Exactly. You figure when you grow up, you're always told, no, don't do this. Yeah. No, don't do that. So you want to do it. You know, besides, you know, when our grandparents back in the day were, you know... World wars and shit like that. Yes. You know, we are growing up, we're told, no, you can't drink till you're 18. So what are you going to do? You're going to drink. You can't smoke till you're 18. You can't do this when you're 21. You can't. You're going to do it. Right. Overseas, like I grown up, you know, I'm Greek, so every year we would go to Greece for the whole summer. Over there, there was no age limit to drink. Like we would send, you know, me at the time, we'd like, you know, eight, nine years old. My cousins, my uncles would send us down to the liquor store to get liquor and they'd sell those and bring it back. Because there's no, there's no law saying that you can't drink until this age. So as you grow up with no laws like that, you learn, you know, moderation and respect for that kind of shit, you know? So yeah. It was just, you know, two different worlds. I got to see both sides now. So as far as cannabis is concerned in your life, I mean, was there a point when you were using the Percocets, I guess, for that amount of time and finally eventually you were just like... Did somebody turn you on differently? Did you start using cannabis more? Did did you start learning about? I mean, after I got her, I definitely started smoking more. Okay, you know, for appetite and because the pills always made my stomach turn. Smoking would you know ease my stomach, and then you know I figured in between, you know, taking my doses for the day, if I would smoke between it, I would feel it worked better on my ankle than the actual. Percocet. Right, yeah. So after, you know, the doctors, I had to play the whole game with, you know, legal stuff with, you know, doctors and workman's comp. So it was just a, it was a mess. It was a mess. But definitely the, the weed is the matter. The cannabis helps out. I, I don't even mind calling it a weed. I just, you know. <laughs> I know. We're all, you know. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> whatever. But uh, so, oh, well, Jersey, you obviously live in Jersey. Yeah. Okay. So they have a, they have a cannabis program, but it's not really the greatest of all things. It's yeah, just flower it's only. For debilitating. Well, now. You know. And do you even qualify if you wanted to? I was told yes, but I don't know. It seems like a very expensive program over there. Yes. Yes. So did you ever like From what I find out was, what, what it would no, be? I, okay. I, I registered for it through my doctor. And then just never followed up for it, you know. Okay. So I have to go through the next steps of, you know, my my pain management doctor won't do it because he's so-called, you know, interest or conflict of interest. Sure. So. But right, because he's right not, now a, he's not a medical, alone. he's not a cannabis doctor. He's here, he's not a licensed to really talk about it. That's why it's a conflict exactly. of interest. Well, now he actually does in his office. The pro, he was one of the first to sign up oh, for it. Oh, yeah. okay. Obviously, he's able but to since work in a car. with the workman's comp thing, like, I couldn't just stop, you know. Okay. And they go right to him for the medical. So, you know, they recommend me, but right now I just left it on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, um, I, I've heard that it's 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 quite expensive. Uh, you know, just the the initial everything, just the, yeah. the, to to get a card to renew your card, and yeah, then also the me, the medicine itself, and especially if if it's for a child, right? Well, you're not gonna have a nine year old like Tuffy, let's say, smoking. No. Rolling a joint no. or, you know, dad's not going to roll a joint and be like, here you go, Tuffy. Yeah. You know, no, no not, that's not what you're supposed to do. So yeah, he, you know, he now is forced to, to learn yeah. how to how to turn it into RSO, I guess, Rick Simpson oil um, and, and to put it into treats or even just straight mouth, just sublingual injections for yeah. it. And it's, it's, it's working wonders. And yeah. that's great, but it's just a shame that it's so expensive. And I can understand why people would still want to just fluck flock to the black market especially when they know they have of course friends that know that they're getting good quality medicine because honestly let's face it you know there's a there's a huge thing that goes down it's not just like oh i can grow cannabis in my backyard and all that stuff no no, you have to be careful with what you're getting yeah yeah uh you know this isn't just back in high school where we all just really just wanted to smoke and you know we didn't give a shit we just we we just hoped it was good yeah and the you know the the better that we obviously we were happier obviously but we didn't think about we didn't think that people were using pesticides no. to, to help grow it or grow faster and putting these chemicals in the soils and or spraying the stuff and not even doing anything we were just you know, smoking. light it up yeah exactly so it's in this day and age now that there's been so much science which I think is awesome yes yes definitely you know from when I was growing up now the it's so much different than we, you know, we had our good stuff, we had our bad stuff. Just like now, you still have your bad stuff, you have your good stuff. But the good stuff, the really good stuff, that top shelf. Yeah, and it's not top shelf just because it's it's super potent or it has a, it or it tastes good or it smells good or it looks good. It's what? top shelf because it doesn't have, well, okay, let's face it. There are states that regulate certain pesticides, insecticides for, uh, for these plants, but... Usually these states have really good regulations, and you actually have to have like a pesticide license in order to use pesticides legally. In Jersey, you do, yeah. Um, in most of these states. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, we found in like Canada, they, they were using five of the highly, like top five banned toxins to use on plants, and they were busted with finding it. And that's the great thing. We have science backing cannabis now even more, yep. which is awesome because of the fact that you can send your stuff to a laboratory. And get the breakdown of the of the cannabinoids, but also, are there any residual? Is there lead in your soil? You know, is there any lead content any in, in your any contaminants? Exactly. Pesticides, you name it. Yeah. So that's where the science is going, and that that's, that's where I, that's, that's where I think is it's incredible. Best best thing ever for Be, cannabis. Exactly, and that because you can't have somebody who has like an immune deficiency or even any disease. You most people who have something. A lot of time, it seems to me, I could be wrong because I'm not a doctor, but it seems like to me their immune system is easily or more easily compromised than somebody who's just healthy. Yeah. Right. So, by having this this uh, tainted, you know, product, it could actually compromise their immune system even more because the immune system is fighting off some sort of toxin or poison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I. I like where states are going. I just think there should be a unified. Of course. Okay. I think if, if if Maine has a great program, then why not other states piggyback off of, oh, you know, that really worked well for them. Let's That's do that. It should be. You know, or, or it should just be mandatory across the board. Or let's just fucking legalize it federally and there's not a problem with it and let people grow it on their own. Um, you know, that was, that's another argument. Like, just 
no, you can't. You can just grow it yourself. You can't sell it. You can just grow it yourself. Perfect. What else could you ask for? And now that's 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 great, and that's also a tough thing because people don't. So a lot of people don't have the means, the space, the yard. Well, you, for personal consumption, you don't need that much room. You don't. You, you don't. do it in a closet, four or five plants. For me, for who's a rec user, let's say, okay, uh, you're right. But for somebody who has cancer, they need something like seventy-two plants going yeah. at least. I understand that. You know what I mean? Because they need to keep the cycling of the of the medicine going. If not, you know, maybe you might get away with fifty. Or they need, you need a supply exactly because yeah. you don't ever want to run out. Um, you, need a you know, and that's what that's what definitely is making it tough. But seeing that Pennsylvania is now being able to plant the hemp, at least hemp around to that's to better. clean the soil, better like so they're going to like old, uh, old coal mines, mm-hmm. which is. And and planting in there, and you should see what the fields already look like from when they first planted. Really? Are you fucking serious? Just sprout up. Oh, oh yeah, and you could. I'm sure they're doing their job. That's that's a that's a you know not all the places. I don't think all the places they're putting it in are, are meant to detoxify the the soil. But you know, in these industrial areas, that's definitely. But the other stuff that's actually clean, I'm, that's what you can turn into. Start turning it to some medicines and textiles and, and stuff like that. They were even doing hemp, hempcrete classes it's up good. there. It's good to have it in the earth, period. You know, back in, you know, millions of years ago, we grew wild. It was in everything. Animals. Well, yeah. Passed down blood to blood, generation to generation. Right. Once and, they cut it out, yeah, that was missing out of us. You know, and that, that's the reason why I started posting some of the stuff about you know what are deemed as weeds and the reason why they're called a weed it just it's it just makes it off-putting to you immediately in your head you're what's a weed it'll get rid of it that sounds bad so people pull all that stuff that's growing in the middle of their cracks of their driveways Mm -hmm. but a lot of that stuff actually has a medicinal property to it which is really cool so a lot of people don't know that the stuff that naturally just grows on their lawn or in the cracks of the sidewalks even in the city i've seen there, that's medicine. There's medicine just growing right there on the ground, and we're just stepping all over it, and we don't even know, you know, know really what it is, and or even how to use that's it. That's where the science comes in. Exactly. You know, and I think that now, because of the push to try to get you know this cannabis legal, I think now some of the maybe some of the people in the holistic and natural sense would want to get the stuff that you know what people cry about milk thistle for one, right? And then there's other doctor milk thistle, you know, people. Eh, Come on, these people are just hokey pokey stuff. Well, I think there are some valid points of some holistic stuff. Some, yes. There is a lot of hokey pokey bullshit out there too. But it's the you know you have to find that fine line. You know, there's there's things that work and things that don't work. Yep. And I think that's if we could start even testing these things, oh, like the thing that you know the dandelions. You know, people just want to get rid of them on their lawn. I'm telling you, man, there's, there's properties to it. Let, let's test it, what's going on with it. They'll break it down for you in the science, and they'll release it in a, in a breakdown and a lab test for you. And you can see. You're like, oh, wow, which is also found in this, which actually has the same effect as this medication that's on the market right now. But this is how, you know, it's that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, it cures rectal dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You can edit that out. I think, you know, uh, speaking of, of erectile dysfunction, uh, not that I have it, but... Uh, I, had I, tacos t- <laughs> I had tacos last night. I had tacos last night, and I am... Uh, I'm, Excuse me. <laughs> uh, but I believe that uh, one of the things that uh, Viagra was created for, I could be wrong, uh, but was actually for altitude sickness. Because apparently you... I know wives wanted it made. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure, right? You know, the old... Yeah, no. Uh, but apparently if you take it and you're not adjusted to the altitude, and some people actually just get stricken with altitude sickness, whether you're used to certain altitudes or not, sometimes you just get hit with altitude sickness. Well, that's where mile high came from. <laughs> there you go, see? Viagra on a plane. <laughs> Viagra hiking birds with in Colorado, <laughs> going from 38 feet above sea level to you know, 5,000 feet. Uh, no, but that's what I heard. And I heard that it doesn't actually um, get you erect at all, but it actually prevents you from getting sick and have a severe headache. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So uh, definitely look that up. I'm not a doctor, uh, but I, uh, I'm not sure if that was the absolute uh, purpose for it to be created. But at least somebody else found a alternative use for it. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's definitely I think that's pretty neat. I, I, I think that... Uh, what do you think about these commercials? For uh, for prescription drugs, it's I mean, big pharma. It's money. I know, but the commercials. I mean, they're all like cartoony. Yeah, and, I, don't, I don't pay attention. You know, and that's good. Just, I pay attention just to see how ridiculous they are. Oh, well, that's anything on TV anymore. Yeah, you know, and then they run through the, they stuff. run through those side effects. You know, oh, the, yeah. the bloody stool and yeah, stuff like that. Even for acne make, now, medications called suicidal thoughts. And, you have this acne medication, like this. Person, you know, people who have really bad acne want to take this medication. It's going to potentially cause suicidal thoughts and blood, like bloody diarrhea. Just to get rid of, like, I get it. I, I understand. I've been, I, I was there. I was a kid. I, I had some pretty bad breakouts. But I understand that there's people with chronic acne, and, it, and it's really horrible. And I'm sure that that it themselves sucks living with that, yeah. right? And that they're probably depressed anyways from that like, possibility. So, but we're, but they don't need a push. No, it's suicidal thoughts. Suicide, yeah, just to. I'm like, are you kidding me? And the government lets that fly. Right. This is what I'm saying. We are one of the very Cannabis few countries. Evil. Exactly. That's the devil's lettuce, man. Well, yeah, burn a root. Right. This is the problem. Our country, and I think, I don't think there's too many other countries, but our country is one of the biggest that has, that has allowed to have commercials forced drugs. You Anywhere else can't. There's a lot yeah, of other no. countries that you cannot, mm-hmm. you'll never see an ad for that. I think Australia is America, Australia, and maybe one other place. But everywhere else, no. Hmm. They're not, you're not putting that stuff on TV. You, you, if you're, you go to the doctor and then the doctor will tell you about something. You don't, yeah. you don't fucking need a commercial to, like, that's what you're doing. You, like how does people? How do people not understand what's going? What's going on? We're, they're selling it to you. They're a plug. They're selling it to yeah, you. They're a plug. <laughs> they shouldn't be allowed to just sell it to you. Push it to you on a on a TV. Legal drug dealer. But yeah, you don't like it when some guy on the street is selling heroin to somebody. Why not? Well, that's a little different. Heroin's heroin. But you know what I mean. There's it's, no good in heroin. You know what I mean, no matter what. I guess. Well, I mean, there was. Well, in, in the like right a, way. Just like, you know, just like a lot of... Yeah, and cocaine like, was made for medicine, too. Exactly. Know? And it was actually in, in Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah, the right but, way to do take stuff and the wrong way to take exactly. stuff. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you can abuse morphine. You can yeah. abuse anything You can world. abuse water. Anything. Yes, anything. Um, you know, and, that, and that's what we really need to focus on is, of course, you can abuse anything. And even you can abuse cannabis, people. I mean, I've, I've watched people... Drugs are bad. And their overindulgences uh, in, uh, in cannabis. Yeah, Not that they've done stupid things uh, by being overindulged, but just the, the waste of money or whatever, just the pointlessness of it yeah. or whatever, just to prove a point and at some point, oh, some level for them. Um, but, uh, I, well, have you, since 
because now the advent of sort of concentrates, not necessarily, I shouldn't call it advent because concentrates have actually been around for a very long time, mm-hmm. but w- with more of the, the, the push and the, the times of everybody's raving about the concentrates, have you found yourself sort of flocking a little more towards that for, for pain purposes? Do you find the concentrates help better than, than flower would? Or? Uh, for me, no. Not at the moment. Flower, definitely. I like the concentrates. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think that we're doing a great thing with concentrates. I think we're doing also a really good thing with with breaking breaking down the cannabinoids, the con- and, you know different the, the delta delta you know, THCA, the CBN, the yeah. CBG. We're we're separating all these, which is great. I don't think they should be separated and just given separate. They all work in synergy. Yeah, along with the the terpene profile that that particular strain has, yeah. you need to keep all that stuff in there to work in synergy. That's why whole plant is important. And that's what the hardest thing is. It seems like it, it's hard to get most of the compounds in there or the cannabinoids in there because of the fact that the process to make the concentrate, you're going to end up losing certain ones, I think, because of the temperatures that are, you know, the things that are being done to it. Yeah. And that, and, and that's, it doesn't suck, but it's just, that's why whole plan is important. And that's why when you have a program like Pennsylvania, that's CBD only, and you're like, okay, that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Not, yeah, it's not. You know, I get it. It's coming from cannabis. It's not going to come from hemp, so it's not going to be that type of CBD. I think hemp CBD definitely has its place um, medically. I, I, CBD I, so far hasn't done anything for my leg. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I think I've something for you would be more something that's heavily in like CBN, maybe. You know, because CBN was is uh, I do know for for. Good, really good for sleep. Okay. Um, I, I it did have pain on there. I don't know if it was recommended for people that use that have chronic pain. Um, but I, I would kind of assume for you, anything in the, the indica realm, yes, of course. would be the the safest bet. You know, um, Gorilla Glue or something like that, yeah. or you know, some 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 sour diesel. Yeah. So it is good. I had some, uh, I want to say golden lemons. Okay. That was really good. Helped a little better than usual. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's it's definitely hard to tr- to track it, that stuff, right? It, to to find injury, it and the to... injury was just so bad. You know, like even a doctor said after you know to my wife that night I was getting surgery. She, you know, he said I'll be lucky to walk with a cane. Right. You know, if that. And you are. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Like man. I said, I'm you know. Take the good with the bad, and you're you know. pushing through. And you know, I is is. Do you find that it's hard for you to track that stuff? Like, oh man, what was that? What was it? Skywalker that was really great at that night on my leg. Or I mean, these days, unless it comes from somebody that grew it and it came right from then to somebody you got it from or dispensary people get it from, you don't know. You really don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, it's hard to say this worked better than that. You know, it's just. You don't know. Well, if you if you want to, one, once the app is out and we're ready for beta testing, yes. I would really like you to to try that because I think it you know it could help you. You know definitely. what I mean? Because no, as I'm long as you because I, I think at least you and I we definitely know the same friends and a lot of the time they know how important it is to squad to at least <laughs> to at least know that that it's important that a lot of people are asking what what it is yes. and and hopefully that they're being told the truth. 
of where you know where where it's coming from and and what it actually is because of course people can just make up a name make up a strain and just call it's it like thing. oh yeah that's you know pineapple express it could be you know yeah and it's not it's it's some really just gross strain you don't know that is nothing you that we don't, don't even know you don't. so um, you know, but I, I think that the app would would hopefully help you in that area. Um, it would help a lot of people because you, you'll be able to track and you'll be able to to, to sort of and make correlations and, and without going through all the steps of you know your failures to find that one strain that'll do what you need to do. Right. So you can actually always look for that, or or let's say perhaps that strain. Unfortunately, you can't get it. For Maybe there's another strain out there that, that will help. You know, help you as well. That you're like, oh, sh- oh, cool. I can at least get. Yeah, let's just say Gorilla Glue again yeah. is the second choice to your Skywalker OG or something yeah. like that, right? And, and to the point where you know somebody that can't afford to keep testing and testing and testing until they find that one, you know, exactly. They go on there and they see what the results. You know, it's going to save you money in, in the long run because then you're instead of having to jump around and, and try to find that one, you know, so in the yeah, end, I think it's just going to help you. I definitely. think it's going to just help you be able to track and, and be able to really hone in on the things that are really going to work for you and. You know, you can even, if you want to, you can even spin it into something like what makes you feel happy or what, what oh, wow, this actually, this strain also gave me the super munchies or whatever. You yes. can record a lot of things that Everything. you want to data, you're going to be able to record and you're going to be able to, to actually long-term see that. So it's going to be long-term uh, data, not not just the simple quick gratification, you yeah. know what I mean? Because that's the whole point. So you can go back and look. And see if maybe one day you messed up and you're like, oh, that didn't help. Or you know, for somebody who has seizures, you know, they had a seizure one day and they were doing really good for a week and they weren't really doing anything different. But yet, oh, shoot, you know what? I got that different strain that somebody said, hey, it was an indica, but maybe they actually didn't know. And it was actually a sativa, you know, triggered, you know. So, I mean, a lot of time if people are getting from reputable um, dispensaries too you know yes. that you're getting the indica you know yes. you're getting a sativa you know you're getting in a hybrid yada 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 you know a lot of the breakdown and stuff so that's what we need that's what we need we need to push for we need whole the, plant we need the truth yeah we and need help and and federal needs needs to happen but so we need the truth and the help. you know i'm glad that uh, more and more states are pushing it for medical and i'm glad more and even more states are opening up their recreation even though it's sort of like they're just doing. It seems like some of these states are just doing recreation to satisfy it, but they're still kind of being a little jerks about sort of arresting people still or yeah. you know, doing just weird stuff. Um, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. People just love to know, love to bend laws, it's it. you know, bend the rules since the dawn of time. You know, uh, so we'll you know we'll definitely up. see where this where all this goes with this with this current administration. Hopefully, it's, it were everybody that is. Uh, that needs it medically is left alone. Yeah, that's all I care about. That's it. You know, it's, you know, I don't, whatever about these. The r- person about the really needs it. Leave them alone. Uh, yeah, exactly. I just whatever people. No the, exactly, the people who need it should be left alone. Let them have it. They don't need to lose their jobs. They can function just fine at jobs. You allow people to take painkillers and other prescription drugs and go to jobs antidepressants and go to jobs yeah. where at some point in time that person might snap and kill everybody in the office but you still allow them to go because it's legal because those drugs are legal that's the only thing that makes it different that's it. you know what I mean and that's actually what pushes a that's lot it. of people to not use it until they talk to a doctor I couldn't use cannabis until I spoke to my doctor wow 
even though your son broke everything down for you scientifically and <laughs> knows more than the doctor yeah. that just told you that you should use it, uh, no, because he doesn't have a degree and he's not a PhD. I have exactly. to, so, and that's fine. If there's people out there, there's my sister was one of those that needed to have a doctor say it was okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not taboo no, anymore. Out there, definitely out there. Yeah, and there's actually really good doctors out there. There's there's very good doctors out there. And speaking of which, um, on Saturday I will be visiting uh, Doctor Medvedovsky's place in Turnersville. Actually, he was another one I um, recommended. Yeah, he's uh, Tuffy's doctor, and uh, he is having a special where he's having somebody come in and teach everyone how to make infused uh, medical, like basically medical syrup. Okay, infused syrup. Um, so for you know for pancakes or waffles or whatever you want to put maple syrup on, they're making infused maple syrup. So I'm going to go there and, and document that and uh, really you know release a nice little video for everybody to to see. A lot of the the really cool things that the doctor's doing at his facilities. I think he's just opened up a, definitely opened up a second, and I think he may have opened up a third. Really, and um, good. you know, it's everything's going really well for him. That's and a so good sign. There's definitely good people out there. There's good doctors. There's good dispensaries out there. That, but um, you know, so well, thank you, George. No problem for coming on and, and, and talking about this. Um, I I hope that you know the. I'm glad that you're not taking Percocets. Yeah, anymore. you and me both. It was. Uh... Wasn't fun. And how long has it been since you've been off them again? About six, seven months now. Okay, cool. And you it's feel recent? Great. You yeah, feel great. I feel right? great. You yeah. know, the whole withdrawal thing. You know, really just stomach. You know, stomach yeah. was turning a lot the first couple of weeks, and after that, it was nothing. Surprisingly, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. That it wasn't you know sweating in bed like you hear these crazy stories. Right. I know. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm glad, man, that you know that never happened to you, and you didn't succumb to. You know, going down our even darker roads. Yeah, so. nah. Shoot. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad. I'm, yeah, it's good, man. <laughs> you know, because... It could have been, you know, but... Uh, I'm excited to jam with you soon. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We we might record some of it or something like that. The, I'll, base, I'll find, the I'll, Basement Diaries. The, the Basement Diaries. Legends so, in the Basement. Um, but, uh, but thank you so much for coming on the yeah, Medicaid podcast, it. man. We, 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 we really do enjoy people coming on and sharing... They're personal stories. I mean, you know, you're out here on you're on video, so you know, in audio, and, and I appreciate you coming on and and, and just coming out and yeah, talking about anytime, it. Anytime, man. So thank, thank you so much, and look out for us August fourth. Seriously, Hemp Keels will be there. Come by the table. The app is free, so just come by and and learn how to just download it, how to use it. We'll walk you through it. Any questions, we'll answer for you. I do not know who our third guest will be, uh, so I will announce that as soon as possible. But thank you guys for tuning into the Medicaid Podcast. Have a good night. Hey, just a quick update. Uh, unfortunately, the class for Dr. Medvedovsky's uh, maple syrup infusion class was, was canceled. Um, and is they are looking to actually uh, rebook it for September 23rd, which is actually the weekend prior to the Tuffy's Fight walk. And uh, just to add up the uh, total of pills that George was on, so that was 90 pills a month times 12 times 8 because of the years, he had consumed 8,100 Percocets. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.